0: Welcome to The Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? You desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is The Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobsher here, and welcome to another episode of The Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at the three keys to high performance in life and work. My guest in this episode is David Wood. David says, when you're 10,000 feet above the Himalayas, hanging from a piece of cloth, you see life differently. He holds the viewpoint that life is the best game there is and asks, are you playing for real? David coaches high-performance entrepreneurs, executives, and leaders to play the best game they possibly can living a regret-free life. How? By setting life-changing goals, laser-focused action, and increasing their levels of truth, daring, caring in both life and work. He loves sharing his message of playing for real on live stages, podcast interviews, and radio shows, and has been best described as playful and deep. A former consulting actuary to Fortune 100 companies, including Sony Music, Procter & Gamble, and Exxon, David left his Cushy Park Avenue job 20 years ago to explore both the outer world and his own inner world. Along the way, he's coached thousands of hours in dozens of countries around the globe and is the author of Get Paid for Who You Are with a foreword by Jack Canfield. If you're interested in joining our investors group, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash investors group and fill out an application form and or email me at info@cashflowninja.com to start the discussion to see if you're a good fit for our group. If you're in the Philadelphia, Bucks County, and Southern New Jersey area, we are hosting a live investors meetup event every month in Newtown, Pennsylvania. For more information on the monthly live event and information on how to join us at our next live event, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash events. MC Lobshire, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cashflow banking, also known as infinite banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cash flow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. David,
1: welcome to the show. Thanks, man. I'm really, uh, I'm excited. I, I've enjoyed our warm-up, and I'm, I'm excited to see what we're going to say. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's been a pleasure connecting and excited to have you on the show. I've been looking forward to this, this conversation. I think a great place to start would be, uh, to, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about your background and your journey with my listeners. Yeah, you
1: got it. I, I started life as a consulting actuary, which means basically I was a numbers guy, statistics, complex probability. That was my life and uh, I had a good job in New York. On Park Avenue Consulting, and I felt like I'd kind of made it in a way. But then someone introduced me to a personal development program, and I was like, I don't want to be a self-help junkie, but I'll do one. Well, that was twenty-five years ago, <laughs> and I did become a self-help junkie. And uh, I think what happened is I was so cynical. I just didn't really know or believe that there were people who actually honestly cared and wanted your life to be better and devoted their life to service. I didn't even know that was possible. But through this program, I saw people doing that and I started thinking, wait a minute, could I do this? And I found myself coaching people in the program whenever they got stuck or they couldn't see something. I just come up with a framework and help them see something else. And I, I think I helped transform a life. In one of those programs, and I was hooked. It's like, what if I could do this for a living? And back then, that was back in 90, 1997, you, you didn't you didn't really hear about coaching, but I heard of one guy who was doing it professionally, and I thought, well, if there's one, there could be two. And so, the last twenty years, I ended up quitting my job on Park Avenue. I picked up a guitar and I uh, I started playing in pubs and parties and on national TV. I don't know if you've ever heard of Hey, Hey, It's Saturday, but it's a big, big show in, a, in Australia. And I just wanted to express myself like, all right, you know, before I, I, I go and work out what my next career is, let me see what full expression seems like. And I'd always wanted to be an entertainer. So I did that and then, um, and then really applied myself to the coaching. In the last 20 years, I have been a coach and the coach's coach and, uh, and it's brought me to what I do today. One of the
0: things that you share, and this is something that every time I see it, I kind of like sit back and think about it too, um, is that there's no do-overs in what we're doing here, in this, this sort right. of energy that we're experiencing in this realm that we're living in today. Um, and there's a lot of regrets, not only on people's deathbeds, you know we've always heard you know the the articles or, or or seen it on maybe on social media about things that people regret when they die and there's definitely massive regrets there but there's even regrets building up to that um what are what are some of the things that that you've seen through your coaching uh one of the biggest things that are holding people back to start living a life now without mm. regrets so that they don't experience that later
1: well I think they may not have heard this conversation, or they may not have had, let's call it, the call to sit up and take notice. I mean, some people. I, 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 I was paragliding, and um, this was just last year in Colombia, and my chute collapsed. So I ended up fracturing my spine, and if I'd been another ten feet higher, I might not be walking today. Uh, and, uh, that's the second time I've had a shoot collapse paragliding. So I've had some wake up calls and I don't know if we're going to get reincarnated. I don't know if that's true, but I don't want to count on that. So I figure let's assume for now that we want to get the most out of this life. And I think one of the things that would be stopping people from upping their game is they haven't, they haven't had this call or this nudge to say, wait a minute. What if this was your only life and you are going to get no do-overs? Don't you want to get the most out of it? And if so, let's talk about what that would look like for you. So I think the first thing stopping people is just apathy. We're just on cruise control going along. And as long as things don't get really bad to shake things up, uh, we might just accept what we've got. Now, if you love your life, Great. You don't need anything from this conversation at all. Um, But if you see that your life could be better, if you feel the call to have it be better, then let's absolutely talk about what you can do so that when you are on your deathbed, you can look back and say, I gave it everything. I left nothing out on the field.
0: Uh, Absolutely. I think one of the things you just mentioned is cruise control. It's so true, you know, because it's, I think you get into these cycles, right? Even from the education system, you're in school basically. None of this stuff is taught in any any schools, right? The same as a lot of other powerful information. Then you're then you into um you're into tertiary education, you you go to your universities and so forth, and before you know it, you're in a corporate job and everything is in cruise control and everything is comfortable. There's a comfortable life, there's a good life, but I think there's still this one, hopefully, yes. And then there's still this one part that's completely missing because we're still in, in some ways, and maybe listeners can relate to this because I certainly looked at my life at one stage and said that, yeah, there's a good life, but I'm, I'm sacrificing a great life for a good life of just being comfortable and being in Mm -hmm. cruise control. Yeah. And, and this
1: applies to, Anywhere you are in life, you, you, so we're not talking about necessarily people who are totally struggling. Now, if you yep. are totally struggling, all right, imagine what you can have and, you know, get, go from bad to good or go from bad to okay. But you might be just okay on cruise control. And the question is, what if? And I want to talk about what if in a, in a second. Yep. What, what could you possibly dream? What could you have? And then I've got clients who are doing great. I got clients who are having record sales months of $100,000 a month. I got a, um, one guy living in Costa Rica, just had his fourth child. His life was great. And he keeps asking the question what else is possible? How can I play a better game? And it just makes so much sense to me. Why wouldn't you be asking that question um, given the time we have? Now, the what if, I wanted to mention that because I got a mate, uh, Mike Rayburn. He's a Hall of Fame speaker, and he's, his speech is about what if. And I realized in the last year that my job is to be a possibility generation machine. That's basically my job. Let's get on the phone, let's get on Skype, and let's generate possibility of how your life could be even better and let's have a bunch of fun creating that. I figure, why not? And all the games we can play, why not have, make life and work be better?
0: Absolutely. And, and it ties into... The different parts of our life, obviously, our our health, our family, our loved ones, our relationships, our communities, our businesses, and what we do to generate and produce value on this planet uh, mm-hmm. for others, and it all ties into you know ele- elements of 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 a performance, right? The, the true elements of of a, of a high performance and high value in all of those areas. Uh, you've spoken about the keys uh, to high performance in
1: life, in work, in business, and so forth. Uh, can you share those with my listeners? Yeah. Um, you know, it was funny when I when I had to sit down and work out like what I, what I would want to speak about and, and how I could share information, I realized when I coach, it's totally customized. Like, client speaks, and then I see what comes. But I, I looked at what are three common themes throughout my coaching and three common themes throughout my life that have made a difference. And what I came up with is, is firstly, I'll give you the overall theme and then the three keys. The overall theme, I realize, is it's about connection. I don't know, I haven't yet found anybody who hasn't vastly improved their life by deepening the connections with their family, with their friends, with their co-workers, with their customers, uh, with, with the person at the shop on the corner where they order coffee and ultimately the connection with, with themselves. So I realized I think that's really the game that, that we're playing, at least the game I'm playing. How do we do that in a way that we feel totally gratified and fulfilled and have, have love in our life? But then how do you get to that? And the three keys I came up with is more truth, more daring, and more caring
0: that's very powerful especially on the truth side i mean let's let's touch on that one for a little bit uh because i think that is an area where we all fail ourselves miserably is to be the brutal truth uh and having having that that moment with yourself and and in your life and documenting it too through journaling and so forth
1: Mm. Mm. Well, I love that you said start me on that one because I do get started <laughs> you start talking about truth. And what just came to me, I don't know if I've said this before in an interview, but what just came when you said that is we learned. We learned to not tell the truth. It's not like uh, we're doing anything wrong. I just, you know, we, we we're raised we're, we've got self-interest at heart and that's fine. We, we, we want to be self-interested, but we learned Let's not confess that we broke the glass because we're going to get in trouble. Let's not tell our boss that we don't like how we're being treated. Maybe we'll get fired. Like we learn that. So why would we, why would we do anything else? Why would we dare to tell the truth when we could lose something. Well, there's only one reason I can think of to take a risk of losing something is because we can see a greater profit. We can see like, why would you risk your money in the stock market? Because you can see a profit potential. You're willing to take the risk for the profit. So I'm willing to take the risk over and over again. And I'm still looking because there's still areas where I'm, I'm not hundred percent to tell the truth and risk upsetting someone or risk losing something because I see a greater profit at the end of the day and the greater profit is is in two categories and again I haven't said this before but this is how it's coming right now one category is that I feel in integrity and self-expressed and I'm going to like myself more that's one category. There's a win just in being self expressed. I found that to be true in my life. I want that for everybody. Even if you lose the job, <laughs> which I hope you don't, or you lose the partner, or someone's upset with you for two hours, um, I want you to feel self expressed because, in my experience, it feels great. And then the second category, and this is going to get a little woo woo, and I hate saying this because I'm, I'm a very logical guy. But the second category takes a bit of faith. It takes a bit of faith and understanding that our minds are limited. Mind has only got a a billionth of the information it needs to actually make the right decision. There's so many variables. So if we tell the truth, we allow something else to happen. The mind isn't going to control exactly what happens. We're going to allow something else to happen. And I have a faith. Einstein said there's really only one question, one fundamental question, is the universe friendly? Now, if you decide that, I just got goosebumps on my legs. If you decide that the universe is not friendly, you might want to lie a lot. That makes a lot of sense because you want to protect and control. But if you decide the universe is friendly, then you can tell the truth and allow reality to decide what's next. And that definitely takes some faith and trust and breathing.
0: Absolutely. And courage, which ties into daring. Uh, if, you yes. want to, if you want to touch on the daring
1: part a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It takes, I like, I like how daring fits into the truth. Uh, I've got a friend right now who uh, I really love and she's in a lot of pain and um, she's got a condition that just has her, has her yell at people, basically. And I, I'm in a, in a position, do I, do I speak up? Do I share my truth? Do I say, hey, that's, that's, uh, that's really hard for me to be around and I might, I might need to uh, limit my time with you. And I love you and I want to support you and that doesn't work for me. And I know you may not be able to control it. Like these are these are big questions do you share now i believe that in sharing we, this is one of the benefits i didn't mention is we can get more related we can actually get closer if i can share my truth and it can be heard now we're more related there's not that big fat withhold sitting in between us and i and i actually mentioned that yesterday i said i have some withholds and if you're open to hearing them i think i i think we could feel closer um, if we can get through it. So, and that takes daring. That really takes courage. I might get yelled at. I might have a friend not want to talk to me ever again. That's a possibility. Also, um, I had this last year and I, I might have it now too. There's a risk. If I really push if I share the truth with someone who's on the edge, uh, what if they're suicidal? I had a friend last year, I wrote him a letter and I was scared because I didn't know how he was going to take it. He'd already tried to kill himself twice Mm. and I shared my truth with him and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Now, fortunately, the universe was kind, reality was kind, and uh, he said this is the most amazing thing I've ever read in my life. And he went and called his sister that day, hadn't spoken to her for six years, went and called her And now a year later, he just got engaged. That was a risk I took. I was risking his life in telling the truth. I was willing to take that risk because I have this underlying. uh, So that's the daring. I had to dare greatly to do that. I had this underlying faith that the truth is a good thing and that I can't really know what's going to happen, but it's going to be something right Ultimately, you gotta you gotta take a leap of faith for that.
0: You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is the show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. My friend Dave Zook says you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. Dave and his team at The Real Asset Investor have syndicated many successful real estate and ATM projects over the last decade. Now his team has an exclusive opportunity for investors in the coal space. Do you want to be part of an energy project that takes conventional coal and cleans it up by extracting liquids while releasing almost zero emissions? The sale of these liquids can produce strong double-digit cash flow and aggressive tax benefits against ordinary income all while using America's number one most plentiful resource in a responsible, efficient manner. Now that's non-conventional. For more information on this exclusive opportunity, you can visit therealassetinvestor.com or contact the Real Asset Investor team at info at Are you having a hard time finding great
1: investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally, Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com.
0: You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cashflow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cashflow is king. Now let's return to our interview. As business owners and as entrepreneurs and so forth too, that's a, that's a big part of, too, of playing, uh, playing the game that you were meant to play right? Playing for real, as as you mentioned. Right. Play for daring. real. Yeah. The daring part really comes in that too, because you are taking a leap of faith in a lot yeah. of ways and you do have to be, <laughs> be courageous and consistently because obviously there's going to be a lot of, lot of, a uh, lot of challenges, right?
1: Yes. So I'm glad you brought up the business angle. Cause I imagine a lot of your businesses, uh, your listeners are business owners. Um, and, you know, I, I found, I found recently I went to a retreat with amazing people and I was a bit starstruck. And I found after the retreat, I realized I took four big risks. Uh, one, I asked, I, I asked a woman if she wanted to go to Columbia with me because I was attracted to her. That was, a, that was a, just matter. That was a risk. I asked a, an Oscar-winning producer if I could shadow him on his next film shoot. I pitched Jack Canfield to um, do a book together. And I know he gets a thousand pitches a year and I know the chances are very slim. But I, oh, and I, there was one person I just, I wanted to coach. I just met her. I'm like, I want to coach you. So those were four big risks. And what my insight, my revelation after that event was, even if I got no's for all four of those things, it felt right to ask for those things. And I felt good about myself. So I realized the win that I want for everybody Go have no regrets, go and take that risk, dare screw up your courage so that you can feel good about yourself. If you happen to get a yes, that's a bonus. It's a bonus that the producer said, yeah, all right, we could do that. It's an absolute bonus. But I want you to look at if you think, Oh, I don't know. I'm a bit, it's a bit edgy for me And, and I'm facing that every day, right? Like, like, um, Vision Lakiani from Mind Valley. Do you know Vision? Yeah, yeah. So Vision's a friend of mine, and I'm looking at the people on his podcast, and I'm like, I can't pitch this guy. <laughs> How can I pitch this guy to be on his podcast? Well, you know, what have I got that's going to match what these other people have? But the question to ask yourself is: On my deathbed, am I going to look back and say, Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't. I didn't go for that. I'm really glad I didn't ask. I'm really glad I stayed silent. If that's the answer, then okay. Don't dare. Don't do it. But if the answer is I'm going to probably regret that, then use that as your yardstick and go, and go and pitch that person to be on their stage or go and uh, pitch that, that celebrity to endorse your product or go and um, share something with your partner that's a bit scary for you. Whatever it is, and if you want, here's an optional assignment if anyone wants to take this further. Get a piece of paper and write down five or six scary things that, that, that would be edgy for you, and that's a great place to start. You don't have to do them, but at least know where the edge is, and then you can decide if you want to play with that edge and if you want to take some risks and be more daring.
0: The third part, uh, you spoke about caring, um, and caring in in many, many different parts of our lives. Um,
1: yeah, can you, you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, thanks. MC, um, you know, I, I grew up in Australia and I was told, I mean, I learned, you know, like being a sensitive person, being a sensitive man in Australia wasn't really a thing <laughs> when I was growing up. And I think what I learned when I found personal development I just dived into it. And I, I, uh, my psychiatrist called me even counterphobic. If I'm afraid of something, I go and do it because I'm afraid of it. I, want it, I don't want it to have any power over me. So I, I lean into it. So that's where a lot of my daring comes from. So I'm, af- I'm afraid of heights. And I've flown at 10,000 feet solo over the Himalayas, with a piece of canvas over my head. Um, I'm afraid of abandonment. So I would lean into that and I would date a woman who's dating someone else. And I would experiment with open relationships and say, can I keep my heart open? Can I not try and own someone and possess? Um, So I do all that and I became like a spiritual warrior. That was my thing. And I imagine you could really relate with this with your rugby background. I mean, you have to be a warrior to play rugby, right? And to be an entrepreneur, really, you need to be a warrior. So that was my life. And I wouldn't allow for anything that looked like weakness and then i crashed i really crashed i, I started um, one night i just i just didn't sleep and then for the next two or three months um i was not willing to take any medication because i was experimenting with a year of being medication free as part of my spiritual warrior and a doctor friend begged me he's like your chemistry's out of balance take something short term to get yourself right. I'm like, no. And so I would have three hours of sleep, 20 hours of sleep, adrenaline shooting through my body. And I'm like, I'm a warrior. I want to heal this naturally and, and feel all of this. It right? went right into it. And I ended up going into deep depression. Uh, it took me a couple of months to come out of that. And it was one of the most horrible times of my life. And I just realized, looking back, I wasn't caring I was not I was doing the daring and I was doing the truth, but I wasn't caring for my body. So you, you pr- would probably know this as an entrepreneur. If you don't care for your business, it will disintegrate. You know, you want to get your systems in order. You want to get your taxes in order. You want to be nice to your employees. You want to build relationships. You want to be nice to your customers. You want to care for them, not just keep going for the new customer. You want to care for your current customers or the business. You're going to have issues right? Yep. Just like I had issues. If you don't care for your body, how, how many of you listening know the benefits of exercise? You know that if you work out five times a week, even a 30-minute walk while you're listening to a podcast, listening to Mike's uh, MC's podcast, then you know the benefits, but are still not doing it. You want to care for the body or it will whack you over the head one day. And the same for your relationships, right? With your with your partner, with your kids, with your friends. That call every now and then, not on the birth, can it be on the birthday, but maybe it's not on the birthday. Say, oh, friend called me yesterday and said, I just realised we haven't been in touch much, and I love you, and um, I just want you to know, even though we don't talk all the time, you are you're in my heart. That felt good. So, caring is the third. That I had to add for integrity, because if you don't do it, I don't think your game's going to be as good in the game of life.
0: So uh, let's talk a little bit about an ac- an exercise of some practical things. If if some of my listeners are listening to this and they are resonating uh, with with our chat here of playing a bigger game and playing for real in every area of, our, of their lives, what is something that they can do from a practical standpoint as far as mapping out, uh, mapping out a bigger game in all aspects of their life and then also get to this framework of these three
1: key components of high performance? Yeah, well, I'll give you the simple answer. The cheating, the cheating simple answer is get yourself a coach or a mentor. Um, there are surrogates for that. You can set up buddy coaching with a friend. Um, I don't find it as good, but I still think it's really valuable. You can get yourself in a mastermind, some kind of structure. That's, that's a simple answer because that structure is going to make sure that you do all the stuff I'm about to tell you. (laughs) So I'm going to give you information, but we all know information and doing it are two different things. Right. Um, so that's, that's the first thing, whether or not you do that. I, I think it starts with um, there are four simple steps that I, I usually find I'm doing with all my clients: real goals, real plan, real action, and then real growth. So the real goals: write down, say three things that you would love the how about how your life will look a year from now. You can change the time frame, but a year from now, three things that would light you up and put a huge smile on your face, and it feels great in your body to imagine it. So that's the first step. Have some real goals. Not everybody has real goals that they've written down and put up somewhere. They're not clear on where they're heading. Second one is a, is a real plan. So it's a pretty simple, right? This is not rocket science that I'm telling you here. It's just most people don't do it. Work out what has to happen, say, each month, uh, by, by month one, I have to have this. By month two, I have to have this. You can work backwards. Uh, and then you could even, if you're really serious about it and you actually want it, you could say each, each week, this is what's going to happen. And then when the week comes, you could plan out your week and say daily, this is my plan so that I hit that target. And then the third one is real action. Now, this is amazing. So many people who have a plan don't implement the damn plan. Like they got goals and they got the plan, but then they're checking Facebook. They're checking email in the morning. Their uh, their phones on vibrate. So when they get a text message, oh, who's that? Oh, right. Oh, they just lowered their IQ for the next 15 minutes. I'm not kidding. So it's incredible. Like the mind is like a monkey on crack and that's all right. Once you realize that. So I, I coach my clients to, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of productivity things you can do so that, but the goal is what you want is say for at least two hours a day, maybe four, maybe six. If you want to be a real warrior ninja and play for real, you are focused on the things that you've said are most important and you are focused on what it's going to take to get to where you want to go. That's so, I mean, how rare is that? It's just so rare for people to do it. It's so true. And
0: I think when you map out your days too, one of the things that that's worked for me is I used to have long, long days. Right. But then I kind of, um, Re-engineered everything that that I that I'm doing, and even if it's shorter days, like using that five to six hours example, there's more that you're going to accomplish by by purely just focusing on the main drivers of those three goals than what you would accomplish in you know a ten to twelve hour day. I mean, that's just my my experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and we'll we'll talk about real growth in a in a, in a second, but you know just you could assess yourself right now. And in fact, there's a quiz on my site. It's a one minute quiz. And you can assess yourself on these four things, give yourself a score. And if you already got real goals, real action, real plan, real action, and real growth, and you're set, you know, you're on course. I liken it. The metaphor I like is a lot of, a lot of us were getting up in the morning and we're adrift on the ocean. We're just, we're checking email. Now we're responding to what the universe has sent us. We're not, uh, we're not creating what we said we want. So the difference is if you, do, if you follow these steps, you've, you're, putting, you're setting your rudder and you're setting a course on your ship. So instead of just adrift on the ocean, you've now set a course if you don't check email for two to four hours, if you don't have your phone on, if you switch your computer on do not disturb, put a sign on your door and train your staff that you are not to be interrupted short of a fire, you do that kind of stuff, then you have set a course. Now, you may find you're doing all four of these things, but take a look. You may find you're missing one of them. Maybe your goals aren't clear. Maybe you don't have a clear uh, plan. Uh, you haven't really strategized the best way to do it. It's, it's pretty rough to have great goals but ha- have a shitty plan. That why, why go uphill? And then you might find that the action step, you're just not handling the action uh, really well. You're not focused. You're like most people, like a monkey on crack. And then the fourth one, If you really want your life to be good and to to have deeper connection, then I encourage you to do something in that direction. And, again, a coach can help with that. You could go and do a course on connection. I think Landmark Education is amazing for training. Um, You can increase your levels consciously of truth by taking on a daily practice of revealing one thing, for example. Daring. You can write down a list. I've already said of five or six things that are edgy for you, and declare that this week I'm going to do that. And perhaps today I'm going to take one step towards doing something daring. You could write a list of what could use more attention and nurturing and caring in your life and business. Like what's out now? These are big questions, and these are big steps. I'm not saying I'm not saying try and do all this at once, but these are. You could pick one thing today from this, whether it be your goals, your plan, your action, or truth, daring, and caring. You pick one of those things and say, I'm going to take one action step. That's, that would gratify me because otherwise it's really, it's really just entertainment, which is also good too. But <laughs> I'd love this conversation to make a difference in your life.
0: Now, David, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning. They're lifelong learners. What are you currently studying and what are you currently learning?
1: You, you, where my mind went is like, like what podcast am I listening to or whatever? I mean, I've, I have been recently reading and going through some books like Stealing Fire and and things like that, but I think what I'm really learning is not a course that I'm taking. I'm um, this whole conversation of truth as it keeps coming up in podcast interviews and it keeps coming up with my clients, it's coming up in my own life. So the example I gave of the friend where I'm like, boy, I want to share this in a powerful way so we can get more related. I think that's, that's what I'm learning is, is the truth uh, I think I've got daring down pretty well, but daily that comes up as well, and caring has been coming up big time as well. I'm learning, you could say through the course of life, um, about caring. and I've realized what I need, what David Wood needs, is a home, a cat, and a dog. And possibly a partner. I don't need the partner, but I want the partner but I'm realizing that's what self-care looks like to me. I've been traveling for 18 months and Sunday I got a ticket to Boulder and I'm heading there and I'm creating the home that I want. So I think I'm learning more about truth and caring.
0: Fantastic. Now a core message in our show is to leave our families and communities in the world better uh, then we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and
1: achieve happiness and success, what would, what would they be? Well, you know, my principles, you yep. know, my keys, truth, daring, and caring. Yep. Um, that's what I want. That's what I want for. That's what I want for everybody because the end game is deeper connection. Now, we're, you know, um, a friend and teacher of mine said that we're living in a billiard ball universe. We're walking around as humans and we're bouncing off each other like billiard balls. And there's something else that's possible. Um, I had a, 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 I'm staying with friends and a guy that I, I don't know very well came up this morning and went and grabbed my arms and I, I wanted to hug him. I'm good with a hug. But he grabbed my arms and just looked at me. And I was like, that was, that was awkward for me. I'm not, I'm not used to, to that kind of, you know, particularly it was early morning. I hadn't had my coffee yet. And he's just like, how are you? And I really wanted to come in for the hug because the hug would have been a little bit less intimate than this. Um, but I, I, I stayed with it and I realized, wow, this guy's really here. He's really available for connection. And then we had a hug and uh, they say it takes twenty-seven seconds, twenty-seven thirty seconds, to for the brain to release oxytocin in a hug. How many of our hugs are twenty-seven thirty seconds? Right? I had at yeah. least one today, maybe two that were that long. So I want that. That's my. If that could be my legacy, that people um, like themselves more because they're in integrity with their truth, they're daring and they're caring, and that they feel deeper connected to the people around them and to themselves.
0: Fantastic. How can my listeners uh, learn more about you? And I know that there's a one minute reality check that they can, they can take at your website. Where can they access this and where can they stay informed of
1: all the projects (coughs) that you're involved with uh, and get in touch? Yeah. Great. Go to the website, playforreal.life. That's life with an F for Frank or F for freedom. Life, playforreal.life, and there's a one-minute reality checking take. Uh, It's fun, it's quick, it's easy. And then if you see a gap between where you want to be and where you are, then I invite you to request a session with me. I don't charge for the sessions. I can't do them with everyone who requests, but um, if I say yes, I won't charge you for it. I'll help you create a plan. And if you want to go and take the plan and implement it yourself, then go and do it and just keep me posted. If you decide you want help implementing the plan, then we can talk about ongoing coaching. So playforreal.life.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for connecting, coming on the show, and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my
1: listeners. My pleasure. And I'm really glad to meet you. I really, I really had fun. I got a little bit nervous about doing this call, and I just had a really good time in the warm-up. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just going to talk about life. So <laughs> you, you did a great job as host. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for a number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.